yo what's going on welcome welcome to talk comics to me uh i am cham champenstein and i am heather hadfield i decided i am going to start saying my name from now on yeah i mean it sounds good it has like a good cadence when they're put together Mm -hmm. uh so yeah we're here to start we're gonna you know just tell you first off don't be racist and don't be an asshole and call out racism whenever you see it in any of its forms it's your responsibility. It's our responsibility. <laughs> I mean, you can't spell your without our, so. Oh, cute. Well, welcome to our home where we scold you when we begin. Yes. Just like our mothers taught us how to do. Yes, we love talking about moms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to actually just swing into it because we don't have a very heavy week in nothing productive currently to say so yes um so yeah we're just gonna speaking of mothers this one doesn't have one this is called orphan and the five beasts this is about an orphan they don't have a dad either right no uh she is raised by i'm not exactly sure what he is in regards to her she is raised by someone who she calls master who teaches her how to fight protect herself like all that kind of stuff um when he dies he warns her about this group of bad guys, pretty much, who have been going around and abusing their privilege. Um, they are all part of a gang. They have this this mark on their head. Um, every time that the leader of the gang gives someone this mark, he gets more power. So this story is about her going and getting revenge for the people who can't do it themselves. Revengerine. Yes, exactly. This book was great it was super violent it was funny and i don't i don't even know how to explain it i didn't know what i was going to think of this when i got it i just special ordered this because it just sounded interesting i love my revenge stories but this ended up yeah it ended up being way cooler than i thought like the main character she's just she reminds me of Geralt quite a bit just super quiet just going around doing her job All all right um but there's I don't know, there's like a lot of really subtle subtly funny things that happen in it. Like you, right. if yeah, if you blink you miss it. Like this monk is just like whispering, you should be ashamed of yourself and the other guy's like, oh, I know, but it's like so small mm-hmm. and quiet that it's like really have to look for it. I don't know. It's really great. Uh, it was written, drawn and colored by James Stoke Stokoy. Stokoy? I'm not sure how to say his name, but he did. He does it all. This is all him. And it's beautiful. So, good job. <laughs> you did it. 10 out of 10 stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next I have Headlopper. This is issue number 15. This is a little quarterly adventure comic that's been going on for several years. Several quarters. Several quarters, <laughs> if you will. Uh, I really like this book. It's drawn by Andrew McLean. McLean, McClan. Does he write it too? Uh, he does write it. Okay. And then Jordy Belair does the colors. Is that the team that's always been on it? As far as I can remember, yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I just really like this story. I really like the main characters. I really like Norgal and I really like Agatha. Um, and then every, everybody they like bring in to like now kind of be Norgal's like, I guess, fellowship, if you will, or just like, you know, adventuring companions. I will. Uh, but they, they are dealing with giant spiders in this issue. It was kind of fun. And also just kind of dealing with, like, normal 
dealing with like losing people in the past especially like companions that he's traveling with so it's interesting like how the story has developed over time i I don't know it's enjoyable especially yeah if you like it like adventure stuff so i know that each volume has four chapters Mm -hmm. i guess um each one is like a different quest that they're on right like is it an overall arcing themes kind of story? Well, it is like an overarching story, but I feel like you could kind of drop into the story at any point in time without like having to know what happens before because it does kind of fill in the blanks. Though I feel like it's definitely worth going back and reading every every single chapter just because it is also just full of like full of story. It's really thick. (laughs) Uh, And also just I really love the panel setups. I really love the colors. It's just a book that Chris, you know, who doesn't really read comics anymore, he, like, was just like, I feel like you'd really enjoy this story, and I just put off for a long time just because, I don't know, I like adventure stuff, but I also don't. I don't know how to explain that in the best mm-hmm. way possible. You can only do so much with it before it gets kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just was like, well, I don't know. And then when I read the first story, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sold. I'm hooked on this. I, like, I, I want to read more, and I still really enjoy it. Okay, cool. I've been meaning to check it out. I think I would enjoy it. Yeah, and quite I think a bit. and I think we've talked about this before and I think this is something like when I was trying to sell this to somebody, which isn't the best way to sell it to somebody, but also like the art is not something, you know, you necessarily go into and they're like, "Oh, yeah, this is like this is what I'm expecting from this sort of story, but this is what I want from this sort of story. Right, it, the, the kind of art that accompanies the story mm-hmm. is what you would expect for it. Yeah. Or what you would want for it. What, yeah, but not what everybody would necessarily want from Right. Because it's just like, when people ask me for a Conan story, like, this is definitely, like, in that, like, vein, if you will, of, like, that. But the art, I guess, isn't something where it's, like... It's almost like a childish in a way yeah, like not the story yeah, but the art yeah, so it's like in this weird juxtaposition yeah and i don't even know if like childish is the right way to put it either. right like it's just like it just reminds me of more like younger audience type mm-hmm, type art mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's a fun book i like it i like the art <laughs> that's all that matters 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 okay do it again okay I've got uh, Thor. Oh yeah, I forgot Thor. Thor here. Yeah. I forgot that you had all the comics I, this week. I've got all the comics out of out of our like eight book week. I literally yeah. have just two more. Than you do, <laughs> but I've got all the comics. Okay, so I have Thor. This is issue number thirteen. It's part five of the Prey series, where Donald Blake is getting revenge on all those who have done him wrong, aka Odin. Um, Jane Foster is finally able to find Odin, and when she does, she realizes that he is kind of the shell of the god that he once was because he gave his power, the Odin power, to Thor once Thor took the throne. So it kind of goes into how Odin, after he he gave up the throne and the crown and stuff, how depressed he was, and when he finally came out of it, like, he was all alone because Frigga just, like, left him. She's like, no, deuces. You're just, like, being a dick. So, um... Jane Foster explains to uh, Odin, like, hey, Donald Blake is back. He's coming to get revenge, and it's because of what you did. So you owe literally everyone this fight. Like, you need to go. You need to stand up to him. You need to help us beat him. Mm -hmm. 
So a bunch of people gather around, including my main man, Loki. He shows up and he's like, yo, let's open the gates of hell. Let's do it. Um, and he finally uh, runs into the, the dog. The dog that he murdered. <laughs> the, yeah, the dog. The dog is just like, you piece of shit. Like, I'll kill you. Like, just goes off on this whole fucking tangent. And Doctor Strange is just like, uh, okay, okay, enough. Okay. <laughs> We're going to work together. I thought it was funny, though. Loki shows up and he's like, yeah, for once I'll be the bigger man. And I'm going to say, I need your help as much as you need mine. And then when they all join, you don't see Loki anywhere else. He just, like, disappears. Go back a page. I've been wait- Go back one more. I've been waiting to see this page right here yeah. for, like, days. The face? Yeah. It's so good. Every face that he makes in these, like, I've shown him to you previously. But, like, every the way Nick Klein draws this frog I mean, that we so deserve good. a Nick Klein, what, is this just, like, Frog Thor? Yeah. Does it have, like, a I, I forget, name? I, yeah, he does, I just, Frogger? I always forget what his name is. Did it's you like my good Frogger I did. joke? I did. Okay. <laughs> I, was, it was I needed you to recognize my I, Frogger joke, okay? I, I, I watched, like, three hours of BoJack Horseman before you got here. <laughs> I need validation. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so, yeah. <laughs> The, the army of um, people who are fighting against Donald Blake show up to Yagdrasil. I can never say that tree's name. The Tree of Life in Norse mythology. They show up. I, I to, can't help you with that. I know. I can never remember. Like, it's one of those words where, like, I'll hear it and I'm like, that's it. But then when I try to pronounce it, it never comes well, out right. Like, my tongue does weird things. Like, Yagrosil. Or, like, you can hear it in your head just perfectly. Yeah. And then I try to say it and it's like, that's that's not what you're saying. Like, that's not what it is. So they go to the tree, which is where the the power, all the, the blood of the world tree is there. That's where Donald Blake is trying to get it. Um... And there's a battle that ensues. And then Thor is like, you know what? (laughs) Done with this. And he shows up for this battle. But the art in this is absolutely incredible. It's what I just told Champ. Like, the story can be whatever to me. But the art really carries this. And I know I had mentioned this before. But this whole arc, the Prey arc with Donald Blake, is incredible. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. It's so good. And I can't wait to see what's next. Um, and I think there's only going to be like one, one more chapter of this story. They could do two, mm-hmm. but I think it's only going to be one more. And then the, the Beta Ray Bill story is going to be starting, I believe at the same time as this next chapter. All right. Just kidding. It's going to be starting. The next issue of Thor is in April and then Beta Ray Bill is March, the very last day of March. I could have mm-hmm. just said March 31st. I don't know why I made it more complicated. <laughs> But anyway. Well, who knows how many days there are in March. This is Thor. I don't know, like 33 or something. <laughs> um, number issue. Number, <laughs> number issue. 13, chapter 5 of Prey. It's uh, It's been really good so far. So. All right. So then next we have or- Orcs. 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 This is by Christine Larson. I was just going to say Larson. I was like, I don't know really who this is by, but... She does all yes. of the stuff, it looks like, as far as I can tell right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. good for you. This is why I chose this book after Headlopper for a multitude of reasons, because it has a lot of similarities to Headlopper, but is extremely approachable for young adults. I love the lettering. I love the story quite a bit. This face absolutely slayed me yeah no it's just uh it's a really really fun book and i i don't it's hard to describe just like 
besides being like really fun about orcs. I was gonna say dumb orcs, but orcs are dumb. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like, it's like some they're... of them are more dumb than you think they would be. Yeah. It's just like a yeah, a cute little story about orcs just doing their thing in a fantasy world. Yeah, and I really like the side story <clears throat> they have like going on here. I just uh yeah, this book is great. It's a lot of fun. I'm really glad that I picked up that first issue and I I had it I had Wendy add it after this like second issue anyway, but I was just like, well maybe Maybe I'm adding it too early, and then when I read it, I was like, "No, this was a lot of fun." Yeah, no, I was I was telling Randy about it earlier because I was like, "I'm gonna let you borrow these because I think I think he mm-hmm. would actually really enjoy mm-hmm. it." And he was like, "Well, what's it about?" I was like, "It's just orcs. It's yeah, just no. <laughs> it's That's like it. well, it is. It's yeah, orcs. it's just really silly and it's really fun. Like I had a really good time reading it. I was like laughing as I was mm-hmm. reading it. It's just it's every goofy thing I would ever want in a comic about orcs. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just like if yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot and it's nothing at the same time and I just want more. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly it. Uh, okay, <clears throat> I have uh, this new Maria Lovett story. Tell me it's about your new Arrow Psyche kind of smut. It's I mean it, not in this. This is like a really <laughs> weird. I don't know if it's going to be. Okay, it's like a really weird just first the way, issue. The way you you phrase that. Well, I mean you got that's it. Okay, like that's all that it was in here. I mean, that's that's fine. Yeah, it's a it's a really weird paced first issue. That seems about right. Yeah, I love it. Um, So it's just about this girl who's going to a boarding school for all girls. She meets someone who is eventually going to become her best friend. It's very ambiguous. So I don't know if it's like they're lovers or what, but there's something weird with her best friend. Or is it like a cruel intention situation? I mean, based off of those pigtails right there, I think so. I don't know, though. I have no idea. I don't know what the story's about at all. I would die if Sarah Michelle Geller was, like, hitting on me when I was in high school. Hell yeah. I'd be like, you, you are, you want to make out? You want me to do cocaine? I'll yeah. Whatever. Give me that little cross. I'll do it. I don't care. Um. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just, it's just about a boarding school for all girls. Like, I, something happens to her best friend and that's I think what the story is about is like hey this is the introduction like this is how I met her she's gone now but let me tell you the story so but again job, like straw breaker yeah 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 that's that is, a, I yeah. just wanted to mention as many 90s movies as I could right and now and you're naming like all my favorite <laughs> ones so that's cool um I'm doing the best I can but yeah no it's like it's really I have no idea what the story's about right now I feel like that happens a lot with these like first issues yeah especially when it's just her story like Mm -hmm. when she just does the art on them it's like oh yeah this is what the story's about but like that's I was telling Wendy that that's exactly what it was for that heartbeat story Mm -hmm. when I was reading it I was like I have no idea what this is about yeah yeah, because that's like that first issue I was just like I feel like I just got mind fucked in a weird way where I just like didn't I know I understand what words mean, but do I really understand what words mean? Yeah, it's like, it, it, am, am I smart? And can I do these things I think I can do? That's a that's a good like metric there to determine whether or not you're smart. Just read a Maria Lovett book. <laughs> if you can understand what's going on, that's an A for you. You're smart. If you can't, like me, that's probably I'm I'm a straight C student, so I have like an idea of what's going on and I can like put into words what it is, but I really have no idea what's going uh, on. So we res- we we respect we expect a report back by I don't know, four days after I post this. I'll give you the first paragraph. <laughs> that's a deep cut. None of you would know what that joke meant. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so it's my turn, I guess. I have Ultra Mega. There was actually no, no ex- exclamation Well, you didn't point. like, I feel like with the exclamation point, it goes up at the end. I said but Ultra since Mega. It, yeah, but since it was just big words, it's obviously supposed to be exclaimed without the, ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got this really awesome Tradmore. Uh, cover because I am just a sucker for Tradmore and as I said to you the other day I hope someday I can take some drugs and go back and look at just open up all the books that he does just lay out all the covers and just yeah and like all the silver surfer black just Mm -hmm. all around me and just like I would fucking die and the noise you made is what I do my my brain would just melt and I would just be like oh no it's the trad (laughs) I would just like text me and be like I can never buy a trad more cover again I just melted into it I am, I'm gonna make a movie about that. I am the Tradmore cover. Just and it's just like that one. I don't know if you remember that one uh, part of Silver Surfer Black where uh, Silver Surfer has the long legs and is like. Oh yeah. Out. No, that page. I can be 100 percent sober and look at that, and I'm like, what the, f- what is going on? So that's me. I'm just like climbing. Over yeah, <laughs> I see that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this Tradmore. Just did the cover here. Uh, James Heron did the art, and then Dave Stewart did the uh, colors, and then Russ Wooten did the letters, which I think is all important. Who? Russ, Russ Wooten. Oh, God. I thought you said Russ Wooten. I was like, excuse me, he's back and yeah. he's doing stuff? Russ Wooten. More is, magic. Russ Wooten is just doing letters for comics. Like, I caused the fall of the fucking <laughs> Romanov Empire, and he's back. Uh, Doing so, letters? <laughs> uh, I believe Russ Wooten also does Dudley class? The letters? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to check that real fast just for... Yeah, I know I've looked this up before, so yes. I would like to clarify while Champ is doing this, Rasputin didn't actually cause the fall of the Romanov Empire. That was Nicholas II himself and his ignorance. However, Rasputin had a, a large, a large part in it, and he didn't deserve to have his dick cut off and put in a museum. He was gross, though. He was gross. I just don't think anyone needs to have their dick cut off and put in a museum. No, I don't. I don't. It's just weird. That. No one wants to see that. I don't care how glorious it was. I would never use that word for it, but I don't think anyone else has either, so I am the one who used the word for it. Okay, so I was wrong. Just no? uh, okay. invincible. And we're back. I'm, I'm back. I'm sorry. My bad. And if I am still wrong, please forgive me. I will look more in detail later, because I and I'll put a little thing over here. But art, amazing. Colors, so good. Uh, I don't typically like giant... Godzilla monster stories or kaiju stories, I suppose. Kaiju. Uh, not necessarily that I don't like them. I guess it's not something that I like have ever been ex- exposed to, like hardcore in my life. It's something where I've definitely taken in those stories, but in a very small, small scale. But this was like a lot of fun. It was like I told you, very gross in parts. Uh, there are like aspects of like Ultraman in here. Uh, Devil Man, I believe, just like little like nods at those sorts of things. I just had like a really great time with this book. I had more fun than I thought I would, and the art really sold it. The story was 
interesting and I am like curious to see where it goes for sure. Okay. I was thinking about reading it just because it does sound interesting. And I think it's something you would enjoy for sure. Like I see, I love like Godzilla, King Kong, Mm -hmm. those types of movies. I think they're very, a lot of fun. I, I enjoy them every single time. I just don't, like, it's what I'd say. I just don't know why I didn't get that because, in theory, it seems like something that I would enjoy, mm-hmm. even though it's not typically a book I would get. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something I just got because of, like, the lot of uh, hype that was surrounding it. And not necessarily hype, but stuff people were saying. Just like, right. oh, this looked really cool. And then I was, like, looking at the art, and the main cover sold me, too, so. Yeah, no, that, see, I remember, like, a few weeks ago looking at it again in previews and being like, should I get this or should I not get it? And ultimately, I did not. Yeah, and I think it's cool too because it's a uh, a little bit oversized. It is seven ninety nine, but there is that extra content, which is nice. Yeah, it's a thick. It's a thick one. It is a thick one. It's so thick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I have Abbott nineteen seventy three. This is issue number three. Um, our main character here. Um, is on the hunt to find her best friend who is slash her girlfriend who was kidnapped in the last issue by the people that she was working for to be used against her. Uh, in this issue, you are introduced to... Is her name Abbott? <laughs> Why can I not remember her name? Gosh darn it. Anyway, the main character. Um, you are introduced to her brother, and you get a little bit of the family history and you get to find out where he was from and stuff. And this is, you know, 1973. So there is still quite a bit of prejudice mm-hmm. against black people. And it kind of goes more into depth here of like her being in journalism and how she was very looked over because of her, her skin. And how her brother has been struggling since he got back from the war. And also probably because she's a woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And I mean, I guess she doesn't. Does everybody know she's like a lesbian too? No. Okay. The only one who does is her ex-husband. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's the only one, but it's the only one who's like up front, Mm -hmm. like knows about it. And he he is on the police force and um, she kind of goes to him for help to find her friend because mm-hmm. it's it's someone that she's been friends with since they were younger kids so she goes to him and he's not happy but since they have that like working relationship still and they a lot of respect for each other he's he is helping her in a way and then she enlists the help of her brother also who has the skills from being in war but he is a recovering drug addict with ptsd and all that kind of stuff okay. but he's like he's been clean for a while and he's offering to help so it's right. she's got a ragtag group of friends because he also recruits one of his friends who he helped get clean okay. who was also in the war but not the war that they fought in together like they didn't fight together they just knew each other okay. so it's, it, it's it, interesting it, yeah her his friend is really funny because he is just this white hippie who just has a stockpile of guns he has mental like, problems so. it looks like the dude who does all those videos that redheaded dude who does all those like uh, fucking conservative right wing videos. Oh yeah, maybe that was who they based it on. But it's really funny because they're they're best friends. Her brother and this this white man and this white man. Since her brother got him clean, he will do anything for him. Mm-hmm. Like you need it, just ask me. And he's like, yeah, you can borrow all my guns. 
but I'm going to come with you because he helped me get clean. So I'm going to help him. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's a really, really cool relationship that they have. Um, I think there's only going to be two more issues, maybe one. I can't remember. I enjoy it though. I like, I like the history that does a good job of weaving, especially in Detroit at, in the seventies, like Mm -hmm. the stuff that's going on there, like political and otherwise. So it's just really interesting. All right. You ready? Yeah. You, you, you have to talk about this. This is Marvel. This is issue number six. I actually haven't gotten a chance to catch up on this. And this is the last issue? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So there are three stories in this one. Um, the first one is with Nick Fury, which, by the way, the colors in this, Nick Fury, babe, I would climb that tree. <laughs> um, but it's just him trying to take down, um, God, I can never remember how to say his name, Von, Von, Baron Von Strucker. Strucker, Strucker, the the Hydra guy, the Nazi. Um, he's trying to take him down, um, but the the president or whatever is trying to convince him not to. So he realized that there's something more going on. Um, there's a lot of like um, a lot of Austin Powers fembot stuff going on. I say that as a joke, mm-hmm. but I'm being 100% serious. It's it's you. it's a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, the second story is a Silver Surfer story. This one was absolutely incredible. I, all three of the stories in here were actually mm-hmm. just really mm-hmm. good and in different ways. Um, I don't I don't want to say too much about them because I don't want to spoil them because I want you to experience them yeah, in its sure. entirety. And then the last one is a Doctor Strange story. Um, just the overall, I guess, message of the Doctor Strange one is what got me. Mm-hmm. Like the, the narration, the way that it ends just is so, so good. I am so happy that I picked these up. Yeah, no, it's like, it's been a great, like the few issues I've gotten to read have been really great. And even like little snippets of the other issues that I've read have been great. And yeah, I know the colors in this have been, yeah. like, they were so great. All Every single like uh, story it just fits so well this next page here this whole page yeah. was just so good yeah i was reading this at work and i was just like i kept having to stop to like text you about it because i was like i can't i can't believe how good it is and then yeah the doctor strange yeah, one like doctor that's strange, right, right the there pinks are so bright it's here's the doctor strange it still doesn't even like camera doesn't even do I it know. justice this is the silver surfer i do like the contrast with the mm-hmm. silver surfer black and white one in the middle and then yeah, like no, the colors sure. all around it balances everything yeah. out so well and then because it's like this one is like softer and it's like pastels mm-hmm. of brightness and the other one is it's like just like solidly bright i think like this story especially um because it's obviously taking place in like a, an earlier time period like i don't know i'm just gonna say 70s 60s 70s because that's what the outfits the colors remind me of mm-hmm. but the the colors definitely do a very good job of capturing that feel and i think that's probably why i'm like yeah this is in 60s austin powers like <laughs> that's why i made that reference too but absolutely incredible uh. um I would recommend it to any Marvel fan. To be, I feel like it does a really good job of getting all these characters that don't really have mm-hmm. a lot of their own stories, I guess. Like, yeah. they do and they don't. But, I don't know. Just one or two pages of each of these characters is just beautiful. It kind of just gives you a taste of who everybody is. Yeah. And, like, the potential of what they can be. Right. It's so good. It's abs- It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. All right. So then last we have uh, I Walk With Monsters. This is issue number four. I'm going to read the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, JC and David head into the heart of darkness and now and in their memories. Alone and lost, JC must confront the man who took her brother. Uh, so we're 
I don't, are we wrapping up? It feels like we're I feel really like close we, to the end. I feel like there were supposed to be six issues. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, you know, they, they found the man who took JC's brother and they're working on a plan to get to him. Uh, David is trying to protect her and she is, it seems like trying to protect him, but at the same time she wants to take the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes into a little bit more of their history of like, not just how they met, but how they discovered each other. Um, and I absolutely loved this page. I thought yeah, that this was done was yeah, so well, just like. When you finally confront the the person who hurt you, abused you, or whatever for so long, like how small you feel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. loved it. I love this story. I yeah. think it's just it's so good. Uh, so I was gonna say it's uh, by Paul Cornell. He's the writer. Sally Cantrina, Can, Cantorino is the artist, and then the colorist. Which it's like the colors are really great in this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh gosh, Derbola, Derbola. Yeah. Kelly, sorry if I heard your name. But I just, like, everything balances so well in the story. And I feel like, uh, especially in the art, in the, in the story itself, like, throughout the issues has gotten a lot more solid. Mm-hmm. Because I felt, like, a little iffy on the story at the beginning. And even the art, I was like, I don't know if I'm sold by this 100%. But as, like, the story's continued, I've really grown into each of the, the things. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed it as it's come to. It's, like fruition and like what's happening yeah no it, it and especially as they built out like the backstory of the characters and it does a really good job for only being four issues in it, it does like a fantastic job of building these characters up with the background without mm-hmm. overwhelming it or even seeming like too little because it only gets you like little pieces of it yeah and it also doesn't seem like con- too contrived i guess because yeah. that it could go that way fairly easily oh, I yeah. feel like especially like with uh, JC's character, it could just feel like she does keep, that, seem like, kind of snotty, but like, well, and it could just be like that angsty. It yeah. could come off like that angsty girl, and it just like it feels a little more nuanced mm-hmm. than that. So, and even though they're both like kind of contemplating the same things, and you you know it, it's still like the way it's playing out in this comic form is much different than like because you I think you can see the beats. Like, Mm -hmm. and you could see it even more clearly if it was, like, an actual movie. But, like, the way it's being put into, like, an action, this, like, comic medium is, like, completely different, too. Right. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. It's a good little, little great horror story. 10 out of 10. (laughs) All of the books, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna, I read these, uh, finally. I had taken them off my poll, but then I read them because I realized what a mistake I made. Uh, this is just Excalibur 17 and 18. It's what takes place after X of Swords. Uh, Betsy comes back, but it's not really Betsy, and they're just trying to figure out who it is. All right. So. That's cool. Um, very, very cool. Um, I, you know, as always, love Gambit. There's one face that he makes in this issue when he's, like, talking to Jamie because Jamie's like, oh, yeah, like, you told me not to make copies of her, and I didn't, mm-hmm. but I did make like, one yeah. just in case, and it's gone, but fucking gambit's face when they're like going down there this one is so funny to me though just the way that he's just like you're you're keeping her prisoner are you kidding me like ah this doesn't sit right with me it's like well would you rather me let her free (laughs) i just think that whole conversation that they had is really funny because i love jamie i think he's a piece of shit but i love him so much you loving a shitty shitty person as a character a king named jamie who's a piece of shit Okay. Yeah. It was, like, meant to be. I was sold. Sure. Yeah. Sold the second they said his name. I was like, okay. 
whatever okay. you're cool. good cool uh so yeah that's that's uh that's thursday we read comics this week yeah. it was uh I had spring break. Woo! I did not, um, but I am going to go have a burger when we're done with this. Yeah, which is like spring break. Yeah, it is. I'm going to pretend I'm, like, in Cancun. <laughs> just eat it topless. Yeah, I'm going to have to. We'll start an OnlyFans of just Heather eating burgers topless. Yeah, look for Titty Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. Uh, you know, go support your local comic book shop. We love you. All of the good shit that I normally say. Um, we will include, we're going to have to find them, but I want to include some links on how you can support your fellow Asian Americans and all sorts of other people that you need to help because racists exist in this world and it is not fun. Yeah. Always have, always will. Life sucks. But goodbye. We love you. See you next week.